Hey friends, this is your Creative Kaibiga, a podcast where we dilute famous keynotes into graspable advice on creativity, productivity, and storytelling by some of the leading creatives across the world. My name's Joe. I'm so honored to be your host, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Let's start the podcast. I wish I wouldn't be in my phone for so long. Undeniably, we live in a culturally digitized country for today's era, and that's for sure. With smartphones, tablets, TVs, and even houses, it seems more impossible each time to detach from technology going into the 21st century. In 2020, the Philippines reigned top for internet usage for the whole world, spending an average of 9 hours and 45 minutes online daily, 3 hours and 2 minutes more than the average worldwide. I'd like to dissect deeply what we Filipinos use throughout this nearly 10-hour window for the internet. Reportedly, 3 hours and 53 minutes for the average Filipinos consumed by social media, an hour and 32 minutes larger than the social media users worldwide. If you could first see yourself through a bystander perspective and watch yourself stick your nose through possibly 10 hours of screen time, you would have wanted possibly to delegate our time much differently. We sucked into the magnetic glow of the screen, and we forget that a system is working entirely against our favor. When committing to watching a single YouTube video, the next thing you know, you find yourself on autoplay, the next thing you know, you're on the rabbit hole, and you find yourself watching cat videos and different mukbangs. It's not really nice. (laughs) It's a whole different story, and you don't want to know. All kidding aside, if you knew how much content we consumed in exchange of time that we can never get back, we would have chosen differently. Why is that? Well, you see, by the statistics, it's evident that we consume much more than we create, and why we generally digest is not representative of all or even beneficial to our work. It's important to acknowledge that the work that we invest our time over will be some form of education for us in the long run, and we can only rely on what we can remember from what we inevitably consume. Once we start becoming aware of our tendencies to passively consume content, We then get to draw strength and actively choose what to watch that inspires us. In the creative process, there's no need for rush. There's a need for choosing inspiration actively, the kind that you will know will use in your art in your future, and even what you can apply for your own personal signature. This is part of the creative process, and sometimes we need to take a noble steps in rehabilitating ourselves from this YouTube algorithm. But we can take inspiration from our daily routine practices like Steve Jobs, He spoke at the 2005 Stanford commencement address, and he says, and I quote, I've looked in the mirror every single morning and asked myself, if today were the last day of my life, would I want to be doing what I'm about to do today? And whether the answer has been no for many days in a row, I know I need to change something. And that's where we can start. A simple yet sustainable mental techniques that bring us to the mindset of productivity. That being the tip of the iceberg, Hear more habits from more influential people and how they stay creatively productive throughout their work. Literary legend Maya Angelou chose to work separately from home. Although this may be seemingly impossible, especially through a pandemic, delegate at least one space of your home for work alone. Esteemed composers like Beethoven and Bergman were known to be dedicated over their daily routines to wake up before 8 a.m. and thus immediately starting their work and regulating time, occasionally to take breaks. Bergman preferred to take short naps, while Beethoven would occasionally go for a stroll. Paul McCartney's productivity method being exactly the opposite, 
did not rely on a singular routine or work environment. He worked through his limitations, working through the 10,000-hour rule, popularized by Malcolm Gladwell's book, Outliers. The Beatles played 300 shows in the same concert stadium in Germany, and Paul McCartney, a famous lefty, learned to play on the right-hand guitar, regardless of difficulty. Whatever your preferred technique may be, there's every reason to make up for a routine that fits you. But if you can take note from one important tip from famed comedian Jerry Seinfeld is to never break the chain. Keep repeating and improving, and after, you will find the chain of habits that you will follow throughout your progress. Your job now is not to break the chain. To conclude, the most optimal version of yourself is when you have the ability to do more. Whether you like it or not, there is never going to be a perfect day, but only the chance to start now. So sit back, relax, watch that favorite show, but make sure to get some work done. Okay, maybe right after this one TikTok. Hey, it's Joe. I hope you like the creative advice today. Please check out the creative works featured in this episode. Now make sure to turn off your phone, use what you learned today, and do something creative. Hope to see you in the next episode.